At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Today, kicking off the brand new season of SNL, funny ladies Heidi Gardner and Ego Wodum. Plus, best-selling author Mitch Album celebrates 25 years of Tuesdays with Maury. And Jenna's fun night hanging out with Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. We got the behind-the-scenes scoop. So it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. So September, Tuesday, September 27th. Wait, where no, wait. did September go? By the way, let me just look at no, you. Please stop. Can I tell you something? You're embarrassing I, no, me. No, no, no. I'm not just t- No, stop. you know why? Because it's cute, it's fun, it's <laughs> mid-drifty. No, I don't want it to be too mid-drift. Stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> By the way, own it. You know okay, what? Okay. Own it. We live once. I'll own remember, it. Do you remember when we were in seventh grade and we we're like, ooh, we look chubby, and then we look back? And yes. then every year we're like, why? Own it. Okay, I'm going to own, own it. Your business. I'm wearing look, a crop top and I've had three C-sections. <laughs> you know what? That's called bold. Okay. That's called confident. Okay. You got it. Thank you. you got I feel it like, going on. You know what? You know that feeling when you light like a pumpkin spice <laughs> candle and you're like cuddled in a blanket? Yeah. That's you. <laughs> I'm that for you. That's you. You're like lighting a sweet oh. candle that's just full of light and positivity and a little <sighs> pumpkin spice thrown like in there. That. I like that. You are. First of all, you always make me laugh, but there was something about you on Jimmy Fallon that had me really, really, really <laughs> cracking up. I don't know if you all saw it. It was on last night. It was on last night. On Jimmy Fallon. Jenna was on with Jimmy and Jenna was, you were at the White House, I know, because you were telling me that you and your own, yes. and I love how Jenna describes it. Me and my mom and my kids are going to go to the White House or something. And I was like, what? Oh, just something. You know, she plays everything down. It's as if you have to ask her 15 questions so you could know what she's doing. Well, I didn't really it know. It was the Elton John I thing. Know. I didn't know, but it was very, very Yeah, cool. tell us about, for people who don't know what happened, at the, what was well, the whole event? So Elton John, yeah. it, he's on his farewell tour. Yeah. So he played like a final show. At the White House. This is him with the White House behind him. Did he play Candle in the Wind? He didn't. Okay. Sorry. But he played and he and he but he played a lot of the classics. I mean Rocket Man, Tiny Dancer. Dancer. And when he was playing Tiny Dancer, Poppy kind of got up and started dancing. (gasps) And there was something that was almost like I mean, chemical. You know, Uh, I was and just like I couldn't believe that we were back at this place that has mm, meant so much mm. to me. I first saw the White House when I was Poppy's <gasps> age. At first, my grandpa was president when I was in oh, first grade. Wow. And now Poppy's a little first grader. Wow, and she was in, and in she that was moment. there and just like totally themselves and completely wild. And I on the way in, I kept trying to train them. Like I was like, like channel Charlotte. <laughs> 
Channel Charlotte, Princess Charlotte. Oh, Princess Charlotte. I was like, I'm like, if Princess Charlotte can do it. And so we were like practicing <gasps> how to meet the president. Oh. So what did you tell her? I was like, so you say, hello, Mr. President. My name is Mila Hager. So, but then they were just like cracking up because they were doing basically. Okay, this is the cutest picture of all. Who took that picture? That's uh, a beautiful shot. I'm like, Somebody. who did take that picture? I don't know. You're but all in. That's fine. Okay. So there was that picture. And then there was another picture that was taken, not this one. Okay. um, And I I got to tell Jimmy about it. Okay. I want to hear. Okay. There was the portrait of my mom. Of course. Hanging on the the wall. And he said, can I get a picture? Which is just the sweetest. I love this. He said, here's the picture. Look at this. The the portrait not even close to being in the shot. (laughs) (laughs) Barely. That's your your mom's arms. That's her arms, if, or is it her dress? I mean, yeah. look at everybody's face. It's also some, like, some, <laughs> in some sort of talking. I think so cute. what I'm saying. She's so cute. I, Everyone's talking. You're looking somewhere else. <laughs> now, we, one thing what very important I was to saying, is, wait, I don't think people are President Biden took that photo. Oh, yes. President Biden. Was I not in the clip? Did I not set that up well? (laughs) President Biden took that photo, which is right here. He said, let me get a picture of y'all, which was so kind. It just reminds you of any generous, you know, dad that's like, let me get your photo in front of the portrait. And in the picture that Jimmy showed, my mouth is getting ready to say, Henry. Henry, so you see the age? Henry, maybe you should be taking the picture. And my mom is saying, we didn't expect the president to take this picture. And Mila is just like, cheese. By the way, okay, so you did the Tonight Show with Jimmy. Yes. Was that the first time you've done that? No, oh. I've done it a couple times. But first time by yourself. I'm pretty sure I've done it with my mom, with my sister yes. a couple yeah. of times. But this is your first time by yourself. I think so. Okay. So how does that? Well, I like having a partner. I know you do. I mean, I have a twin sister. I know you so do. So I was telling Megan, who's here, I was yeah. like, Megan, where's Hoda? Could Hoda come real quick? Can Hoda get back from her beach weekend? Because I need a partner. You were so, by the way, when you're, it does, I don't know if you ever get nervous, but it doesn't show. I don't know if that's part of it. I felt a little nervous, but when he's so warm. Feel, yeah, he makes I love Jimmy ease. Fallon and he was yeah. he we were I also was at the Harry Styles concert and I saw Jimmy Fallon there. And Jimmy has a really good dad dance. Like he it's does. kind of like if Jerry Garcia <laughs> met like a 13-year-old girl, he's like <laughs> Oh, and I just Jimmy was, was half watching oh my God. Jimmy and half watching Harry Styles, oh mainly watching Harry Styles. Oh, my God. Brilliant, brilliant, anyway, brilliant. What fun. a great— Wait, but how was your weekend? Had a great weekend. I took my girls to Rehoboth Beach, which, which, and we met my mom and my sister there. And first of all, what a great weekend. So much fun with my mom. I think we have a couple of pictures. Yeah. My mom, my sister, and I, we had, like, the finest time. Ugh. We enjoyed the weather. My girls were just so happy oh, to look be with at my that. mom. We had so much fun. But what I, I learned a lot, I just want to tell you on this thing, because um, I traveled with two girls by myself for the first time. I had two car seats that are in backpacks, <laughs> a rolly bag, and my backpack. So I was like, okay, girls, everyone's going to pitch in. So I took the backpack with the car seat and put it on <laughs> Haley. And she was like, oh, like literally almost knocked her down. So I was trying to figure out how to do everything. And both of the girls had like, they weren't feeling slight their fevers. best. They had slight yeah. fevers. So 
<laughs> so I learned how nice people are. Yes. How people help. Like, for instance, I had to take Hope to the bathroom on the train, and Haley was all cozied up, yes. not feeling great. So I said to the, I looked on the train, who who has kids? Oh gosh, and the guy said, it. the guy said, I have a four-year-old. I go, you're watching her. No, you watch her. You're, I'm taking her to the bathroom. If she says, where's mom? I'm right here. Okay? Got, he was like, got it, got it, got it. But people were so yes. kind and amazing. When you struggle, people help. And I'm often a person who's like, I got it, I yes. got it, I got it. You know what? Here's my takeaway. Ask for help. Yes. That Ask is such help. a good takeaway. Don't sit there and think, I'm going to be a martyr and I'm going to do it. I'm going to lug them on my back. I'll carry one kid. Yeah. Why? Everybody's like, happy, too. Yeah, guy, a guy from Hertz. His name was Braxton. He's like, I'll help you. Let me take your, I'll help you. I was like, that sometimes you, it takes a lot for me to ask for help. Yes. And I realized this trip, life is better when you ask for help. Totally. And you realize how kind everybody yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, I remember the first time I traveled with Mila alone. Yeah. yeah. I was on an airplane and yeah. I was wearing glasses. Yeah. And it was Mother's Day. Oh. I was surprising my mom oh. with Mila, but it was like, you know, not a how great way to Mila spend. Then? She was probably 16 months. Oh, little baby. 18 yeah. months, which yeah. for yeah. her was a very yes. wild stage. Yes. <laughs> and I was just feeding her food, and my glasses were covered with little <laughs> fingerprints. And the flight attendant came up and said, can I wipe your glasses for you? Like, she saw oh that I was God. completely fogged, that I could not see. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you, know what? you can. Kind of, Thank it's, you. It's like the tiniest thing makes you feel just so loved. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah. Like, everybody should help out. Yeah. All right. Um, wait. What happened to Can't Wait for That? I don't can know. We, we can't wait for that? Can we wait? Can we wait for that? We can't wait for, for can't that. wait for that. There it is. <laughs> All right, J-Lo. She what has is a she new doing? movie. And it's not what you think it is. It's not a rom-com. I'm sorry, because I know you love a rom-com. I love a J-Lo rom-com. Nope. This is an all-out action I watched, thriller. I watched Marry Me on the flight, on the flight to England and back twice. You watched Marry <laughs> Me twice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. Two times. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Okay, keep going. Okay, Sorry, I'm going to have to give you some new shows to watch. <laughs> bad, bad sisters. Oh, is that good? It's hilarious. Okay. Bad okay. sisters. Okay. 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 Right. Because if you need okay. some other things, all okay. right. Netflix just released a first look at J Lo playing an assassin and the mother. She was just as tough in the hot desert as she was in the snow. <laughs> oh. She saves that daughter. You, you know, know she, she does. does. That would not. Benny. Benny would not allow that movie to be made. Right. Benny, unless her, that daughter yeah, is unless saved. Unless that daughter is saved. Okay. Good. The mother is set to premiere on Netflix on May 2023. Yeah, it's for Mother's Day. Right. You can watch it twice. <laughs> Coming up, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, you get to decide what Hoda and I are going to wear tomorrow. We're going to reveal six different looks. Six. Six of them. Okay. After this. I need to go shopping, for real. Like, I, for real. Why do you say that? I don't <laughs> All right, welcome back, guys. It is time to do something that we've done bigger and better than we've bigger ever done it before. Bigger and better? No it way. is our Tuesday. Okay, we've got Talia here. She's our EP, but she's also just very stylish. Yes, she is. So Look at her outfit right now. Yeah, she's cool. You know, we want to we be cool, too. Look at her on those boots. You can't see her boots, but if you scan down, you'll see her. Wait, oh, we're getting camera two guys. on the boots. Let's just see her whole okay. look. All right, so talk to us, Talia. All right, so we're super excited yeah. because Tuesday is back, yeah. bigger than ever. Okay. And our viewers are not only going to pick what you guys are wearing, yeah. but they can also choose looks for themselves. What? Wait, Wait, what shoppable. About. Which we love. All right, so let's get to these looks. All right, so for Hoda, what you got? We Talia? have this great uh, wrap dress. Uh-huh. I like that with this 
bold oh, kind of pretty. print. Uh-huh. We love you when you wear your structured blazers. Ooh. This is a vest with a beautiful necktie. And are those we jeans We haven't seen jeans in oh, a while. They're yeah. wide leg jeans. I like that outfit, y'all. It's perfect for uh, the fall. Okay. And then also we've got this really great sweater and a great mm. color. This bold pant, which I think will look super cute on you. You're trying to, you're just swinging for it, Talia. <laughs> and then okay. for Jenna, this mm. amazing, amazing mm-hmm. top in this great color. And I love these pants. I don't know if you guys can see the shimmer on yeah, the Yeah, you know what? That's, That's cuter on than it looks. I'll just say that. <laughs> super cute. Okay, I love that, And then JBH. we all, of course, we need a really great uh, bold dress. Great neckline, uh, our favorite neckline. Yes. And then I love a vegan leather moment. So this is really cute. <laughs> Look how short With that is, body Talia. Suit. <laughs> Talia, and HR is calling. Right. Oh. <laughs> so our viewers can just go on wow. vote. And also shop the looks for themselves. They so can shop when you the say they themselves. shop the looks, that means they can figure out where we got them and buy them. Yep, they can buy Ew. them. They go onto our Instagram page, go to our stories, and, and everything's link. Everything's affordable. We're, nothing yeah, here is no. crazy. Affordable. Everything is like from cool places, like yeah, like Zara, Zara and, and all, other places. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Talia, Thanks, you're Talia. very hip. Thank you. Well done. Oh, she, read, she can't even read the prompter. I know. I mean, she does everything. You know, it's too much. Okay. Okay, coming up next, it's a big weekend here at 30 Rock. SNL is back, and so are these two funny ladies, Heidi Gardner and Ego Wodum. They're going to give us a preview coming up right after this. Coming up tomorrow, it's National Neighbor Day. We're going to be knocking on someone's door with a big surprise. Then we'll feed your soul with a street food icon, Harlem chef Tammy Treadwell. And get fit for fall with our midweek workout. That's all Wednesday on Hoda and Jenna. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts. <laughs> Lucky for us, these two ladies right here didn't have to travel far to get here. SNL's Heidi Gardner and Ego Wodo. Okay, they've been getting ready for the season 48. I think you're fine. We have a don't worry. We have a seven <laughs> second delay. Okay. 48th premiere of Saturday Night Live this weekend, right across the street, y'all. Good morning. We're so happy Good you're here. Morning, Good morning, everybody. So happy to be here. We're so happy to be here, Heidi. First of all, before we begin, is it true? This is we're going to play the is it true game. If we were to look at your high school yearbook, you would have been voted most likely to be on SNL. It's true. What are you talking about? I don't know. I really feel I went to an all girls school. I feel like the girls manifested it for me. Like, it, <gasps> were you the were funny you, were class you clown? Did you? Do okay, something? I was not class clown uh-huh. in in the traditional salutations. Sense. What's it called? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so superlatives. Superlatives. <laughs> what, are, what is superlatives? <laughs> she was on Jeopardy, so I knew she'd get it. 
So I was not voted class clown in the superlatives. Yeah. I was voted the SNL one, and yeah, I was jealous. Isn't that like mean that you're funny or no? I think it was that I would perform um, in the like school talent shows oh, or okay. in the assemblies. Like one time I played Carson Daly on TRL and they were like, like yeah. <laughs> you know Carson Daly. I know you Would know. you like to meet him? <laughs> yes. Carson Daly, come on. No, he's recovering from back surgery. Okay, go. Now, is it true that you were like pre-med? It's true. Pre-med in it's college. It's true. How did you decide? Like, what? Yeah. How did you take I the- didn't decide. I didn't. <laughs> well, you no. just did it. I mean, no, no. Um, I'm first-generation Nigerian-American and so, you know, we- you, when you're Nigerian, you sort of have to be a doctor, or at least pretend you're going to become a doctor. And so I pretended I was going to become a doctor and studied biology and was pre-med and then never used it. And, and now I do comedy. So your parents, <laughs> yes. what do they think of the fact that you have actually made it in this industry? Because that's not not many people do. Very proud. Everyone yeah. in my family is very proud, very supportive. You know? I mean, just they'll be like, I saw you in this thing. I saw you in this commercial. I saw you in that. Oh. I saw that sketch. And so that's their Way, but um, it's fairly exciting. I love yeah. that. Okay, wait, you guys, so new season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a, sort of a mass exodus. Where's everybody going? Where'd they all go? <laughs> What's Where'd everybody go? Vacation. They're probably <laughs> on an island having fun. And so and we're back the, to school. Now, yeah. y'all are back to school. They're gone. Is that kind of like, is it fun to have all these new cast members to you, play like? You're like the, you're like the ones who've seasoned. been around a little bit. Seniors. You're seniors. Yeah. Seniors. 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 Yeah, so yeah. you so like a pizza party last Friday. Yes, senior for everyone. Yeah. For everyone, not just seniors. <laughs> everyone was yeah. invited. So yeah. what was that like? Tell oh, me. it was so fun. There was, was also fun. This, this like sort of simulation thing we could step into and take uh, quick photographs or like mini videos. Very strange. It was in a very cool event space. Yeah. Um, and it was it was so much fun. We looked cooler than we were. And yeah. y'all, you're the ones that party planned this little event? We yeah, did. we did. Put that on our resume. Yeah. <laughs> now, you guys yeah. have been the freshmen. You've been the newbies. Yeah. Um, what's it like being a new member of SNL? Because it's been around, obviously, for so many years. What was it like for you then? Oh, Do you remember? It's stepping into, yeah, an institution that's yeah. been around almost 50 years. So it's the most special thing in the world, but it's also the most intimidating thing. It? Yeah, it's, yes. it's terrifying, but exciting all at once. Like, I, I felt like, oh my goodness, I'd walk through the halls and I'd see all the pictures of the alumni. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I was like, I can't believe I'm in this building. It was like a pinch yourself moment mm-hmm. every time you're walking through the halls. And sort of like a whirlwind where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm new to all of this, but it's so Is fun. it competitive among all the different cast members or is everyone like, oh, you take that sketch. Oh, good for you. I mean, what's it like? Oh, the latter sounds so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, you, you take that sketch. When your ego's not involved, it can all be fun. Yeah. And yeah. that is, you know, how it should be. Yeah. I mean, it's really fun to be friends with Ego. Like, I yeah. feel like our friendship has surpassed the show. I say that now, and I hope that all Oh, last, yes, don't it is. That's what's really special. Yeah, like, I feel so lucky, and, like, um, Melissa Villasenor, yeah. who left last season, like, she, she was the same way. It's just, like, it's cool. Oh, Lifting oh, each other up. Did yeah. you see those pictures of us as models in the fashion, <laughs> fashion sketch Wait. for first season? Okay, oh Miles Teller. Those yeah. are the four new people, but yeah. Miles Teller is hosting this week. Yeah. Um, we have Meg, Megan Thee Stallion. Meg Thee yes. Yeah. Okay, are y'all dying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Who, yes. So, so are, who are you most excited for? 
Okay, are we allowed to? Yes, you are. You <laughs> are. You're okay, well, I, okay I'm allowed to say whatever I yeah. want. Yeah. Um, Meg the Stallion coming back, hosting and doing musical guests, yes. which is an incredible thing to be able to do. And I did a sketch with her when she did music two seasons ago, the bottom of your face yeah. sketch about like. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Mess. And so that was Heidi actually printed that picture for me, and it's framed in my office oh, because big deal oh, for me. Um, so I'm so excited for her to be back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, and who are your dream hosts? Yeah. Okay, uh, well, I'm a huge sports fan, and my football team's the Kansas City Chiefs, and I would like our quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick and our Mahomes. tight end, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, to co-host together. Co-host together? Yes! Yeah. Okay, let's put it out into the universe. Edgar, for you? It's out there. Okay, so I always say Jamie Foxx. I yeah. wish he'd come back. He's done it before, but I'm like, please come back mm-hmm. while I'm there. Mm-hmm. I also have wanted Quinta Brunson to come. Yes. Kiki Palmer. Yes. That would be Kiki's dreams. probably coming yes. this okay. season. Okay, fingers crossed. Awesome. Everything crossed. I, I would love to okay. have okay. Y'all don't go anywhere because we're going to have a few more laughs. We're going to play. We're going to find out who's the king or the queen, queen of memes. Oh. Coming up oh. after this. Okay. <laughs> queen. Okay, back now with SNL stars Heidi Gardner and Ego Wodum. And we figured out that these comedy queens could surely deliver a good meme, so we decided to play a fun game called Meme Queen. All right, here's how it works. For each round, we're going to call out whose turn it is. A meme title will appear, and then you'll have five seconds to grab props and strike a pose. Are we ready? Wait, hold on. They're taking deep breaths. Okay. All right. Okay. First up, we've got Heidi and Ego. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, uh-huh. so here is your meme to act out. When your date cancels, but you spot him at the club with someone else. Uh oh, y'all are at the club. Get to the club. Five, four, oh, three, three, two, one. When someone mispronounces your name okay, okay. for the fifth time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same look for everybody. That is serious. Good job, me. guys. Yes. Good job. Okay. All right. Heidi now it's Heidi and Jenna. Here okay. we go. Get in your positions. Okay. Well, we don't know what it is. Well, I'll tell you. Here we go. And it is when your friend reschedules and you get to stay home. Oh, oh, amazing. Oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. What am I doing? Oh. Hurry up. You have three seconds. Two, one, go. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. The last one is for all four of us. Okay. okay. Wait, hold on. Let, let Heidi put her stuff down. Here we go. <laughs> we ready? Here we go. Okay. When you find out host Miles Teller is hosting the season premiere of SNL. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. oh, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't know what that was. Wow. That, that was, was fun. All right, guys. really good. <laughs> All right. Okay, you guys, tune in to the season premiere of SNL with host Miles Teller and musical guest Kendrick Lamar this Saturday, live on NBC and Peacock. How awesome are these ladies? These are the best. Coming up next, celebrating 25 years of the beloved book Tuesdays with Maury with Mitch Album after this. That was hilarious. In 
1995, Mitch Albom saw a television interview with one of his favorite college professors that changed the course of his life forever. His profound effect on Mitch would serve as the inspiration behind a book, and you know it very well. It's called Tuesdays with Maury, which is still inspiring readers 25 years later. Take a look. Selling more than 17 million copies and translated into 48 languages, Tuesdays with Maury is one of the best-selling memoirs of all time. The book chronicles the weekly conversations Mitch Albom shared with his former sociology professor, Maury Schwartz, during the last months of his teacher's life. It was so peculiar to do it at the end of your life, you know, to have to wait all this time to realize all the things I felt were important. After receiving an aggressive ALS diagnosis, Maury used his final days to gift Mitch with one last lesson on the meaning of life. Live as fully and deeply as you can in the moment. It doesn't mean you ignore the future or the past, but all you have is right now. The memoir that started it all is celebrating its 25th anniversary, and Maury's legacy lives on through the words he left behind. The truth is, once you learn how to die, you learn how to live. Mitch, uh, first of all, welcome. We love when you come here. You're always so full of wisdom just based on this book. When you read, when you think back, now it's been 25 years, are there lessons he's still teaching you to this day? And what what are they? Uh, Well, I noticed one time that uh, when people would come in to visit him, they would try to cheer him up, and within a couple minutes, he'd be cheering them up. Yeah. So I said to him, I don't get it. You know, you're the one who's dying. Why don't you just take the sympathy? And he'd say, Mitch, why would I ever take like that? Taking makes me feel like I'm dying. Giving makes me feel like I'm living. Uh, and huh. I never forgot that. And that has influenced every charity thing that I've wow. been involved with, every, you know, the orphanage that we work with, all that. So I find that to be extraordinarily true. I also find he, he told me, forgive everybody everything. Because he, he never cried as hard as when he told me a story about someone who he had lost touch with and he, they had been good friends and they had been had an argument. And then now that he got afflicted with ALS, he wanted to tell him what a great friend he was, but he had died. Mm. And he just started crying. He said, Mitch, forgive everybody, everything, whatever it is in your life. So, I mean, I, I, I listen to him. He's on my shoulder every yeah. day. Of my life. It's, it's, you know, it's so amazing that this book has impacted so many lives in 25 mm-hmm. years. And it feels like, chief among them, it's impacted yours. Mm-hmm. He, he was yeah. this first relationship of many relationships that would change you. And I mean, you, you were so driven, like, professionally. Yeah. You were so wildly ambitious. All right. you wanted was the next award, yes. the next. And Maury somehow changed that, didn't he? Yeah, and I think that that's probably why people take to Tuesdays with Maury. I never could figure out. It was It's a tiny little book yeah. that I only wrote to pay his medical bills. Yeah. I gave him all the money for it. It was supposed to be, I was supposed to go back to sports writing. Yeah. Uh, but I think the reason that it became what it did was because a lot of people identify with me back then type A, working like 80 hours a week, whatever. And then all of a sudden you encounter this old professor and he says, listen, when you get to the end, nobody's going to care how much you worked and nobody's going to care, you know, if, if you showed up in the office, this, that, or that. They're, it's going to be the friends that you've made, the, the family that you've had. And I watched this in front of me and I realized he's 78 years old, dying. I'm 37 years old, perfectly healthy, and he's 10 times more content with his life. Yes. What's the matter with this picture? That was that's really the essence of Tuesdays with Maury. Mm-hmm. Would you think if had you not met him, what do you mm-hmm. think your life? I wouldn't be sitting here with you. I can guarantee you that. I mean, I wouldn't be running an orphanage. I wouldn't have charities, and I probably wouldn't 
Everything would have been different. Everything. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, just talk about that part of your life, too, because you're a prolific writer. All of your books are filled with life lessons, but they all come from something so real. You run an orphanage in Haiti. Yeah. You and your wife didn't have children, but you have many, many, many children, as we yeah, are seeing few here. Of them. Yeah. So what what tell me what what this gives you? I can see what the children are getting. Well, you know, what's funny how it is that, you know, I'm a lot closer to Maury's age now than my old age when I wrote the book. And I feel a lot like Maury now in terms of sharing these lessons of life with them. You know, the teenage boys and there they said, what's, what does it mean to be a good man, Mr. Mitch? You know, and I say, wow, you know, like who? I never got that question when I was 37. Yeah. But I kind of asked that to Maury when he was his what age. What does so. it mean? It means to give to others. It means to be responsible for the things that you do. It means to love your family. Uh, and be honorable and, and ethical in, in how you behave yourself. That's what I tell them. And uh, I might use smaller words, <laughs> but that's what I tell them. Yeah, you, you have a, a little girl living with you now, a, a baby. Yeah. Um, talk about her. Well, she's kind of typical to the stories that we have in Haiti. She was brought to us when she was about six months old, and she weighed six pounds. Oh that's her gosh. on the left. In six months. Uh, they said that she'd only had sugar water to drink her whole life because of the poverty. She had a conjunctivitis and... Mm. And she was malnourished. We brought her to America quickly. And uh, you saw her on the right. She's uh, thriving now. Uh, but unfortunately, that's the situation in Haiti. There's, there, there, for every one little naughty like that, there's, there's hundreds of others. You've written another book about another little girl named Chica, yeah. Finding Chica, one of my favorite mm-hmm. books you've ever written. And it's a beautiful book. And in the end, uh, Chica does pass away. Yeah. And she was so little. And there's so much pain associated with caring and loving someone who you know may not make it, which yeah. is what the case was with, with and the case with Maury. Maury. Yeah. So but what's you know the what? lesson Maury there? Maury said something to me. The last, the last conversation we had, he said, I want you to come to my grave and visit me. And I said, OK, he said, but not the way other people do. You know, I want you to come with a blanket and some sandwiches. I want you to sit there. And I want you to talk to me. Mm. And I said, you want me to talk to you? He said, just like we're talking now. I said, it won't be like we're talking now because you won't be able to talk back. And he looked at me as if I were being very naive. And he said, well, Mitch, I'll make you a deal after I'm dead. You talk. I'll listen. <laughs> you know? And that has been true with more. I hear him all the time, because mm-hmm. if you lead your life as he did, making time for other people, then when they die, they're not 100 percent gone. You hear them right in your head, in your heart, every lesson, every Thanksgiving, every, you know, oh, they would have said this or they wouldn't have liked the potatoes. or they would <laughs> So that's how I am with Maury. And that's how I was with Jika after she's gone. You know, I still hear her. Mm-hmm. I still hear Maury. Because if you make time to be with people, they're in your they're in your hearts. Mm. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you, Mitch. Oh, that was thank beautiful. Thank you so usual. much. And get this special copy. It's the 25th anniversary edition of Tuesdays with Maury. I can't believe it. It's changed so many lives. You can head to today.com slash books. And even if you think I've already read it, reread yes. it. Reread it because there are lessons there. We'll be right back after this. Tomorrow, Harlem chef Tammy Treadwell, she's going to share her passion for food with us. We love her. Plus, my latest book club author, Javier Zamora. And then Donna is delivering a surprise for oh. National Neighbor Day. Could be coming to you. Who knows? Could we'll see be. you all tomorrow. Could be. Bye. He would lie his way into their dreams. He was looking for James Bond girls. How fun would that be to be a Bond girl? then twist them into a nightmare. This guy's done this before, he'll do it again. Until a group of women banded together to put him behind bars and keep him there. You have to participate fiercely, fiercely 
in what happens next. I'm Keith Morrison, and this is Murder in the Hollywood Hills, an all-new podcast from Dateline. All episodes of Murder in the Hollywood Hills are available now. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com.